Maximum Health with your host, Dr. Ken Gray. With over 20 years in healthcare, Dr. Gray is a doctor of oriental medicine and holistic physician fusing Eastern and Western healing. Dr. Gray is on staff at Jupiter Medical Center and in private practice with an office in Jupiter, Florida, where he resides. Dr. Gray enjoys being a physician as well as being an educator. His unique approach to holistic healing has taken him abroad to lecture in Baden-Baden, Germany, and treat sports professionals in Hawaii and Biarritz, France. He is co author of several books on food therapy and the founder of the annual Star Summit Talks at the Norton Museum of Art in Palm Beach, Florida. Now it's time for Maximum Health with Dr. Ken Gray. Welcome back, everyone. This is Maximum Health Radio, Quality Living with yours truly, Dr. Ken Gray. We thank you for joining us. We're always so happy to be on air and sharing um, so much to do with health. And for those of you that support us, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate your time. Um, you know, the the idea of health obviously spans so many subjects for so many of us. Uh, there are times when our physical health can really be at the, you know, right there as a priority and how we feel, whether we're in pain. Um, then for some of us, it's our mental health, you know, stress, anxiety, those words come up so much these days. And for some of us, it's like, you know, I feel hollow. I feel empty and that transcends both of those aspects of health it sort of looks to something else it looks to the soul some of it speak of the soul or the spiritual health or and and there's a nature which comes up especially if you do yoga or anything high energy wise which deals with divinity or the divine and seeing us as people as having a higher nature or divine nature so these conversations are starting to come up a little bit more here and there in between obviously subject matter like the war which is current in Ukraine or any other war or any other internal war that you might be dealing with in your home financial or otherwise um, at your job with your you know uh, colleagues or the people that are under you or over you um, so so how do we look to ourselves how do we now deal with that nature and utilize that aspect of ourselves to set a better tone in our lives and help us to guide us into help to guide us into a better place for me it's a daily practice an hourly practice and sometimes a minute practice for others, they don't even know how to begin. And for those people, I wanted to speak to someone who has dedicated her life to helping people to understand maybe this nature of themselves. And her name is Dr. Erin. Thank you for joining us. Such a beautiful way to intro everything. So well yeah. said. Thank I'm you. I'm really pleased to be here with you, Dr. Ken. Speaking of beautiful, you seem beautiful in every way. Mm -hmm. I hope uh, when we take pictures in our <laughs> our, our listeners get to see you. You definitely emanate a sense of light and love mm -hmm. and all of those things, which some people consider hokey, but I don't. I, I appreciate them because I deal with a lot of different type of people every day. Mm -hmm. And it's really a pleasure to be sitting here with you, Dr. Aaron, Doctor of Divinity. Tell us what that's about. Yes, it's the best kind of doctor. No, just kidding. <laughs> we <laughs> right. heal. We actually heal through revealing the truth, believe okay. it or not. It sounds really hokey, mm -hmm. but it actually is the truth. Right. So, um, what does that mean exactly? It right. means that there are answers. There's answers that are in your every cell of your body that live and breathe as your intuition, that know when you are 
doing what's best for you and not best for you. Mm. You know when you're living your truth and when you're out of alignment in your truth. You know what really, who you need to be around and what you really need to do for your inner healing, for you to be consuming the things that are in alignment with Mother Nature, all those things, that divine, it's actually like the vine that goes through all of us, which is the oneness. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what a a real doctor of is. We, We actually teach metaphysics. We teach how the subconscious mind is actually one with all of life. Mm-hmm. So we teach trauma work and how trauma is outpicturing into your health, into your relationships, into your wealth. We teach how the subconscious through the trauma is really impacting everything. It's actually impacting your DNA and your epigenetics, your ability per- to perceive more. So it's not just woo-woo. It's actually really the core, core work of what we need to do. So we're not some woo-woo faith out there. We're really about understanding the power of the mind mm-hmm. and how it is actually impacting your ability to live your best life. So let's talk about that word metaphysics metaphysical what Mm -hmm. is that really that means beyond the physical so there's something behind energy what's directing this thing what's creating your thoughts what's creating your beliefs what's creating your feelings emotions and circumstances of your life and taking that into how did you actually you know create your own trauma which is something no one's talking about right trauma may happen there's actual facts of how it happens and the of the the effects but no one talks about what happens the actual creation of the trauma in mind trauma is not what happens to you trauma is what happens within you Mm. and right now is a very important time for us to take responsibility for our lives and no longer look to the world the government the situations we are being called Mm. for the great awakening for us to take responsibility and start living what is really going to work for our lives so that we can actually begin to get some stuff done on this planet so the term that comes to mind which is a scary one for most people in the way that i'm about to present it is ownership scary um most people don't feel good about that they don't feel good about owning their own health their circumstance and so forth unless it's of course good or successful Mm. when it's bad they generally want to point the finger, even though all the other fingers are pointing back at them. They're pointing that one finger out at someone or something. Yeah. Um, and that's easy. And that's easy for, like you said, the conscious and the subconscious to mm-hmm. point the finger. When someone is not ready for that realization, which I myself while I practice these things, I'm not always ready for that realization depending on the magnitude of the situation. And I have to take a step back and I have to collect myself, count my blessings, pray, and then remember, right? Remember Mm -hmm. all those times. It's a great question. So say, for example, someone right now is like, how how am I responsible for, you know, my ex-husband left me and took all the money? How am Mm. I responsible for the inflation that's happening in the world? How am I responsible for X, Y, and Z, okay? But we were asked this one time years ago, and they said, I don't understand how a baby, uh, say a baby that's born to a crack mother, Mm. how does that child, how should that child take responsibility? And what we have to understand first is that we're not individuals. We are one, and so that, that collectively, that crack baby is the effect of what we've all chosen collectively. Okay. So the responsibility might look like, hey, I might not have control over you know the economy right now and the situation of losing my job or doing something like that, but what I can take responsibility is doing my work 
to heal my trauma and become able to be able to recreate my own business or recreate my new position or mm. whatever it is that I want. So there's level of there's levels of responsibility. Mm. But how far down the rabbit hole do you want to go? Because the truth is how awake you are, how spiritually awake you are, you realize you created this entire universe. So, yeah, that just opened up a whole bunch of ideas and thoughts. And I'm sure for our listeners, it's doing the same. Because the question is, is what am I doing for others besides sulking in my own, Mm -hmm. you know? It's just use of energy, right? I mean, you see all the time, you see everybody energizing online and all over the place and pointing fingers and pointing the fingers. What does that do? Right, right? so I go, How is watching the news doing Right, right. We'd be better off taking one thing you can do, whether it be even just taking care of yourself and going for a walk or whether that be helping, you know, young parents, helping them get better or volunteering. So anywhere that you can actually take action that is for harmony and for the highest good instead of energizing whatever we energize expands. Mm -hmm. We know this, right? So if you energize what you don't want, you get more of what you don't want. If you energize what you do want to create, then you get more of what you want to create. It's really basic, like, but we don't remember to go back to the basics, right? That's what I said about the remembering. You have to remember. I always say the only disease is amnesia. Amnesia. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And, you know, we've had that talk on this show with various guests on how we forget and we collectively forget very quickly for sure we we do and, and it's interesting because now you have social media and internet and and a lot of these things can be re sort of uh visited before it wasn't so now things happen and it's remember when this remember when gas prices were you know yeah. this amount people mm-hmm. forgot they just forgot it was there but they forgot mm-hmm. so um you know those examples you gave about what can we do, it's funny because I have patients that sometimes, no matter how much better they get from the time they see me, to the, they're complaining the whole time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the healing, you know, takes different faces, mm-hmm. as you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're going to give some examples yeah. of that as we go on in the show. Um, the Sometimes that might be a comment that I may tell them, which is almost a prescription, mm-hmm. which comes in the words of, Maybe you're being too self-centered and maybe you need to think of others more. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> as long as you're right. <laughs> yeah. And they'll look at me like, you know, but then the, yeah. most of the time they'll thank me. Yeah. Well, um, we say people have to learn pretty much in three ways. Yeah. I mean, they have to learn, of course, by education, but understand how the power of their mind works and, and, and how it affects even the body. You have to learn through experiential, meaning that whether it be through a process of trauma work or whether it be you got to go out in life and experience it and have that big transformation, right? And then there's also the level of just divine inspiration that happens in that transformation, right? Or teaching, right? So there's multiple ways. And I think you as a, you know, as, as somebody who is holding space for people to really have true ultimate health, holistic you can't do one thing and not the other thing you know it's impossible everybody needs to cleanse the body everybody needs to deal with their trauma everybody needs to look at what they're putting into their body you know and their energetics of their body like these are these should be the fundamental like education of what goes on in the world and what's so cool about what's happening right now is that this is going to become become common knowledge like people have to do trauma work so when i was when i was 
I don't know if you know my story at all, but I grew up in kind of like a hippie commune. I had no kind of guidance. We didn't have religion. There was no, like my mother was borderline alcoholic. My father went off and kind of had his own family. It was, they did what they knew what to do. I was date raped in high school. I had bulimia from 17 to 20. I had a full term stillborn at the age of 22 that truly sent me on this spiritual, like seeking of like, what are we really here for? A year later, I'd had a, a son a month. I'd gotten pregnant a month to the day later with my son, who now is 26. And when he was a year old, um, we were going 60 miles per hour down the highway with a truck and trailer with his father. And the trailer began to sway back and forth, and we jackknifed. And the truck and trailer flipped over going 60 miles per hour. And luckily, my son was fine, and luckily his father was okay, but I broke my back. Mm or I herniated my disc really bad, okay? I couldn't walk for weeks at a time. And it was through the breath work. It was through, you know, believing that it could heal. It was through finally doing the trauma work. I have zero pain in my body. I don't even feel my body because of the work. And that's why I think they call it enlightenment. You literally feel like you literally don't feel your body if you do this work, okay? You literally can get to the place. And I'm still human too at the same time. But the point is this, that I had no answers when that happened you know, 25 years ago. Today, there's great advancement in us kind of coming to understand the healing process through people like you, like, right, people like me doing trauma work, people who have, we have the answers. So it's the people out there, it's whoever seeks will find, whoever knocks, the door will open, that it's all waiting there for you. It's just a matter of saying, I've had enough. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being sad and complaining. And and that's when it happens. And people will get there exactly the moment when they need to get there. Hmm. And and I don't want to just miss this because people again they don't they may not have the visual of you but i'm sure that it, there's an aspect of your energy work your thought processes and action and the action probably was choosing what you put in your body your exercises physical aspect of your being had to come into play because i i think that's important to mention only because you know there is a misconception sometimes that there's this emotional content or trauma content with pain and if you deal with that then the pain's going away but if there's a physical injury it also requires action which i think yeah. can be different treatments exercise diet so forth and so on so if you're sitting there and you're on the couch and you're just going to try to think this away yeah and you're not you're not getting up and doing your work physically and choosing what you put in your body and your emotional content, your environment, all those things are part of healing in my But opinion. this is the gap, I think. Mm-hmm. It's people, if you are not, if it's not an authentic, inspired action to take care of your body or eat whatever, do whatever, it's actually never going to work. Mm-hmm. So it has to still begin in mind. Gotcha. You have to still go okay. deep enough in the processes, deep make enough in connection. meditation, make that connection to love and know your love and and love your vessel and love what I, and I'm not perfect by any means. I don't eat a thousand. I eat as much organic as I can. I do whatever, but I'm not, I'm not neurotic, if you will, in that, in that, if you go deep and deep, deep, you're going to naturally want to take care of yourself. You're going to naturally have self-love. You're going to naturally do those things. And but awareness, if you tr- self-awareness. Yeah. But if yeah. you try and do that before you've gone deep enough in mind, it's not going to stick. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That's why diets don't work. That's why people go to the gym at the New Year and then it doesn't work because yeah. they're wanting to be a truth, but they're not. Yeah, they mm-hmm. haven't changed yeah. what needs to be changed mm-hmm. inside and created that balance for themselves, whatever yes. that balance is. Yes. So obviously I've you know I've spoken about this before. I have different balances that I've learned. I've had, you know, some interesting things in my life, whether it be hit by car or various injuries, onwards to, you know, uh, 
things like writing some imbalances on emotional and relationship levels where mm-hmm. I've, you know, was not able to be with two of my children, but then adopted two others, yeah. you know, my wife's two, and then raising a, a baby now, which is not, our, you know, technically our baby, but mm-hmm. having guardianship and, Lots you know, of good pe- challenges. So master, the, it's a master class, right? Well, yeah, it's because you, you, you can class. say no. Mm-hmm. And I know men that would definitely, most men would say no, like, I'm not going to do that at this age. This is not my responsibility, right? Yeah. But how do you, like you said, we're one. So, yeah. so what's either right? Be like, okay, great. This is a great question. Right, so right. we teach it there. It's an ultimate truth and there's right. relative truth. Right. Okay. So ultimate truth is energy can't be destroyed. Right. Okay. Um, the ultimate truth is that there's, there's gravity and whether you believe in gravity or not, there's right. going to be gravity, right? So a relative truth is where people understand what works for them. Right. What works for you in this relationship and your new baby works for you. It right. might not work for another right. person. Other people, yeah. And so and we journey. have, yeah. Right. So we have standards and kind of metrics and we, agree upon things that's why we have laws or don't have right. laws so it's not something's right or wrong per se because we're not here we know that the minute that we judge anything yeah, we're cast out of the judging, garden yeah. of even right so it's not about that it's finding what works for you which is always be, has to be someone that works for the highest good so if you want to experience your power actually the more you work for the highest good the more actually you're going to experience your power therefore you'll see people that are in power they have a lot of people working in their same mission mm. their same vision so it's really it's we're just here moving energy we're moving energy right. upon universal law for a specific demonstration. Universal law is one with our subjective and subconscious mind. So we have to understand that whatever we're putting in, it's a like computer input. You put it in, it comes out. It's just a, it's just a very precise computer you know, th- this, this this is a matrix. We're literally living in a matrix. We're now going to go into the multiverse. We're already in a multiverse. We're already in that, that metaverse right now. This is what it looks like. We're moving energy. There's a binary system right here. So we have to understand how to use our computers. Mm. And so I always say that. So imagine... If you touch your body physically right now, it's like the hardware of the computer. And if you go inside of your um, body into like the software and the beliefs, that's like the software, okay? Then you have um, then you have memory, all the memory of your DNA. You have Akashic records, all the mental pictures of all lifetimes. But you have to remember that a com- you could have the best computer. That's foreign to a lot of people. Yep. So I, I do understand it because I've read about it, but mm-hmm. I just, to simplify it, yeah. how do we connect? I, I, I try to explain it at least to my family or my kids about mm-hmm. DNA and it's it's light energy information mm, totally and that information goes on it's kind of like if you played if you were trying to calculate something in a computer yeah. but one of the buttons was broken you're never g- going to come up with the correct yeah. calculation so your life if your life isn't working okay you're like why am I I can't seem to be happy I don't know why it's because there's something broken on the calculator, okay? So you've got to go in and fitch, fix that button. And that's trauma work. Mm. That's inner work. That's dealing with what's going. It's a self, like it's a, it's a program that you literally put in the computer that is spitting out poor information. So the idea is to deal with it from all levels, not only the mental down to the spiritual, but down to even the DNA level. That is what the soul is. It's what we consider the soul is not an individual. We don't have an individual soul. We're, there's one soul. There's one life. The soul is actually the individual, the spirit coming into the DNA, specific DNA. So your soul can is can be clear. Our, our work on this in this lifetime is to clear the soul of mm-hmm. all the misprinting of energetic 
um, so that we can be free, so that we can actually just choose to create and have it like flow, right, in the currency. The image that comes to mind is my trips to Northern California walking through the redwoods. Mm. The redwoods, you see all these things and you see all these beautiful trees and you walk through and you're staring up and you're just thinking, oh, this, that's a beautiful one. That's a big one. That's it. And then you, at some point, realize through your journey as you start to read about them that they're all connected underneath. Yes. That it's actually not yes. one big, beautiful yes. tree. You're actually staring at a collective of, of one yes. rooted tree underneath. And these are all parts of that. Yeah. No matter how big or small or and then when you start to notice, oh, this one is sending out sap to hold this other one up or this one sprouted mm. here with knowledge that these would eventually grow in 100 years to hold this one up. That's going to be dead in 100 years. So yeah, it's such a great uh, metaphor yeah, for sure. And yeah. I think that what comes through just going into my heart space is. I know people are suffering, you know, whether you are dealing with health issues, whether someone's dealing with just being sad, mm. that this is our life. It's not dress rehearsal. Like, this is it. And there's nowhere to go. And even if you transition from this body, you know, where's eternal life. And so yeah. you might as well do what you want to do in this lifetime. The number one regret of the dying is that they wish they had had the courage to right. live the life that they really felt like they were supposed to live. Yeah. So whatever that is, do it now take bold action and part of that is doing your inner work so that you can really be able to have the highest you know energy and health and everything to do it as well it comes full circle back to what that is and it sort of starts with what you were saying about loving yourself and i think that that's you know it's, it's kind of a hokey or saying like you know if you don't love yourself you can't love anyone else but not but but and it's true it's i true. mean yeah. and what does that mean and how can love be your guide so you know like i was talking about my family i i, I considered a privilege to have this opportunity to receive this love this mm -hmm. added love into my life and to give that love yes. um but it doesn't stop there obviously I approach my work every person that comes to the door i see as an opportunity now love someone show mm -hmm. them love show them life show them mm -hmm. teaching and to whatever level i can on their journey because there's some people you you obviously as you know they're at a level where they're not going to respond, so you can't push uh, against something. Yeah. Well, sometimes right? we have to learn how to love ourselves in our human beingness, in our yeah. addiction, in yeah. our, right. you know, eating crappy food. Right. You know, yeah. unconditional love is. I mean, that's you can't you can't love yourself with a condition. Right. You know, conditionally, you have to love yourself exactly as you are today. Mm with all of our imperfections, with us not being even who we want to be ourselves, with our, you know, not being the weight that we want to be or the having the income that we want or in the relationship. And we have to love ourselves unconditionally. And that was the moment for me. I'll never forget. It was a day that I just decided. I was like, I, ha if I have to love myself no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I became my own best friend. And if there's anything I wish for anybody is to love themselves just as yeah. they are. It magnetizes. I mean, just as hating yourself magnetizes. Yeah. And that's one thing that people have to realize isn't, you know, magnetizing yourself for what is your your best life or what is your dream life, creating that internally and then magnetizing just by loving yourself enough to attract that, right? Mm -hmm. But isn't that, but it's almost in the, re that's the resistance. Like the issue with a lot of the health stuff 
is that people are doing it in order to, in order to be enough, in order to be good enough, in order to have enough energy, in order whatever. Mm. And it can't start there. It has to begin unconditionally inside. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's the. It's the tricky. It's like it's like the Chinese handcuffs that you can't. If you pull your fingers out, it yeah. gets tighter. <laughs> you actually have to go the opposite direction right. for them to loosen. And that's the tricky thing. That it's counterintuitive. A lot of this work. That is. Mm-hmm. Then that's the remembering, mm-hmm. that, especially when you hit the new challenge and then new challenge, mm-hmm. the new wall that's supposed to be your stepping stone or whatever it is, the mountain that's supposed to lift you up. Um, yeah, that's it's the work. It's not easy. Um, but however, one of the sayings that I've learned a while back, and it's been one of my mantras um, over the last years, and it was told to me in, in, at a really interesting time by my wife. She says, you're either going to be part of the problem or part of the solution. <laughs> so I kind of, you know, every yeah, time a challenge comes up, I go, yeah. Hmm, yeah. what am I choosing? She's a smart woman. Right? Mm-hmm. Am I mm-hmm. going to be part of the problem or part of the solution? Yeah, that's just the question and right there. And that, that's been a, a, good, a good guide. Mm-hmm. And the universe is going to figure it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, with or without it's you. Gonna, yeah. It's going to yeah. do the it train all is, anyway. The yeah. train has left the station <laughs> yeah, a long like, time yeah. ago and will continue. <laughs> For sure. Um, so, yeah, love where you can mm-hmm. and receive love where you can. Thank you so much. For and um, and call Dr. Erin or email her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How do you contact Dr. Erin? That's so good. You can find me across. Um, we can find my, um, the website, which is newthoughtglobal.com yeah. Yeah. or across social media. I'm drerin.tv, which is dr. E-R-I-N.TV and uh, just committed to helping people heal, transform their trauma, transform your life, and then helping people get developed and taking it into a career for them to actually do the work for the planet. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been another Maximum Health Radio brought to you in part by Vell Health, which is now an app you can download, uh, Wellness Within Reach, Vell Health on all platforms. And uh, we thank you for listening to us. If you missed any portion of the show with Dr. Aaron, please go ahead and... Enjoy our podcasts. They're everywhere. Maximum Health Radio. See you next time.